The following episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television. Good morning, USA, and welcome to another episode of the Bernie or Bust Show. Nevada is shaping up to be just as shady as Iowa, if not more so. A little stealthier, perhaps, because they've had a chance to see what happened in Iowa, so now they can cover their tracks better. Nevada initially was behind the development of the Shadow app, and then when they saw what happened in Iowa, they pulled away from it. Nevada officials are the ones who talked Iowa officials into adopting it. The IDP chairman resigned over the controversy. If we informed citizens keep our eyes and ears open, we may have a similar result in Nevada when this is all said and done, because there are sneaky ties to the Buttigieg campaign in Nevada as well, if not sneakier than Iowa. Vox. What we know and don't know about the Nevada caucus tool by Sarah Morrison. Here we go again! Fresh off the unmitigated and still unfolding disaster that was the Iowa Democratic caucuses, Nevada will soon kick off caucuses of its own. After understandably scrapping its plans to use an app made by Shadow Inc., the company behind Iowa's faded caucus app, the Nevada State Democratic Party is now scrambling to come up with a solution before the early voting period begins on February 15th. That's tomorrow, people. Exactly what the solution might be remains a mystery to the greater public. Multiple reports say the party is planning to use what it calls an iPad tool, which the party told volunteers is not an app, despite its app-like properties. But the state party is yet to confirm this or much of anything else. Nevada's secrecy is not a good sign, given how tight-lipped its Iowa predecessors were. How Nevada's Democratic Caucuses Work The caucus process differs depending on the state and political party that does them. Nevada has been the third in the country to hold its Democratic nominating contest since 2008. Then-Senator Harry Reid argued that his state better reflected the diversity of America's population than Iowa, the first caucus, and New Hampshire, the first primary did, and so should have the chance to be an influential part of the presidential nominating process. This year, Nevada's Democratic caucus will be held on February 22nd, with early voting taking place February 15th through 18th. This is the first time the caucus has had early voting, allowing registered Democrats to make their choice in person at an early voting location in their county. While the caucuses are considered closed to non-affiliated voters, Nevada has same-day voting registration. Are you listening, New York? On February 22nd, caucus goers will report to their precinct and stand on the side of the room designated for the candidate they prefer. If a candidate doesn't get a certain threshold of support, typically 15%, Depending on the number of delegates at stake, they'll be considered non-viable and their supporters will have to realign to a viable candidate or not vote at all. There will also be paper ballot backups, which, if the caucuses are anything like Iowa's, will come in handy. Once that's all figured out, voters pick delegates to represent their selections at conventions. In the event of a tie, the delegate will be decided by a drawing of playing cards. Yes, that's right, in Vegas fashion, whichever group picks the highest card wins the delegate. If the groups pick the same card, the winner is chosen according to the card's suit, spades being the highest, then hearts, diamonds, and finally clubs. If you were watching the show yesterday and you watched that shady coin toss, then you know that this is probably better than a coin toss, but why do we have anything like chance figuring into elections? If they get equal numbers of votes, why not just give them equal numbers of delegates? 
The candidate who gets the most delegates, not the one who gets the most votes, is considered the winner. This is interesting. What changed in 2020? This year is the first to allow for early voting, the hope being that the option will increase participation among potential voters who can't make the February 22nd event. Early voters will submit their top three to five choices on a paper ballot. If a voter's first choice doesn't meet the threshold, their vote will be awarded to the next viable candidate on their list. The new rules also limit the number of realignment rounds to one. In the wake of the Iowa caucus, Nevada quickly distanced itself from Shadow, saying it would not be using its apps and was currently evaluating the best path forward, but it didn't say much about what that path was. News outlets reported Saturday that the party was demonstrating a caucus tool to be preloaded onto iPads distributed to precinct chairs. Preloading the tool sounds like a good idea considering how many Iowa chairs had difficulty downloading their apps onto their mobile devices, let alone actually running them. The tool, assuming it works as intended, <laughs> will give chairs the early voter numbers so they can integrate them into the vote totals. The way Shadow was intended to work was to change the vote totals in a way that favored Mayor Pete. According to the reports, the party stressed that this was not a smartphone app, but rather a tool. The difference between an app and a tool remains unclear, and assuming the reports are true, the iPads that the tool will be installed on will not be able to connect to the internet. This should make it harder for any would-be hackers to infiltrate the devices and influence the caucus results, which, one long week ago before the caucuses began, was the biggest source of concern about online voting tools. We don't know many more details about the tool, such as who developed it and what, if any, cybersecurity tests it's been put through. Even volunteers complained about how little information they were given by the party thus far. This might be because the party itself doesn't know what the procedure will be. According to the New York Times, it's still testing out various backup plans. The Nevada State Democratic Party told Recode that it has over 3,000 volunteers and 300 site leads who are actively receiving robust training. The statement did not provide any details beyond this, nor did it address the non-app tool. Nevada might have learned a few lessons from Iowa regarding which app vendors to trust, but it doesn't appear to have learned that transparency is an essential part of the democratic process. Do you trust that the Nevada State Democratic Party is any less shady than the Iowa State Democratic Party? Inquiring minds want to know. No, we gotta watch these guys. We gotta pay attention to what they're doing because Mayor Cheat is connected to Nevada even more closely than he was connected to Iowa. Still is. It's all a big machine and I can show you that. I'm saving that for tomorrow or the next day. Because of Max Blumenthal and Aaron Maté's work, it's pretty clear that there is an organized group behind this. The same group that I've been talking about. The Hillary Machine, the Obama World, Center for American Progress, Third Way, all of these movers and shakers are connected. And there are new names now that we can drop, especially thanks to Max Blumenthal, we can drop. And we can see that they're all connected to Mayor Pete. Mayor Pete was part of the Stop Sanders movement right off the ground floor. And Mayor Pete, CIA Pete, is connected to this Nevada operation as well. Now this is from Breitbart, but you have to admit Breitbart has gotten it right a few times of late, so let's see what they have to say about Mayor Cheat. Mayor Cheat, Nevada Democrats tap Buttigieg staffer to lead voter protection effort. 
The Nevada Democratic Party has reportedly hired a former Pete Buttigieg staffer to lead its voter protection efforts, increasing fears that party leaders are trying to rig the nomination in favor of the ex-mayor of South Bend, Indiana. On Sunday, it emerged that Nevada Democrats had hired Emily Goldman to be their director of voter protection. Goldman, who has a law degree from the University of Michigan, was most recently a top organizer for the Buttigieg campaign in Iowa. Little is known about the parameters of her new position, especially as the Nevada State Party had not announced the hire publicly and has yet to include Goldman's biography and title on their website. Goldman herself added to the mystery by locking her professional and private social media accounts after news of the hiring first broke. I noticed that yesterday as I was trying to figure out who the fuck she is. The revelations about Goldman's newfound role comes as progressive backing Senator Bernie Sanders are worried the Democrat establishment is trying to rig the nominating contest in favor of a moderate pro-business CIA-connected candidate. I added the CIA part if you didn't notice. The suspicion stems from the 2016 Democratic primaries where leaders of the Democratic National Committee reportedly went to great lengths to assure former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton won the nomination over Sanders. Anti-Sanders bias among DNC leaders was best exhibited during that primary campaign by Donna Brazil. Despite being a high-ranking DNC official at the time, Brazil was infamously caught feeding questions to Clinton prior to a CNN Democrat town hall between the candidates in March 2016. Given that history, Sanders supporters have begun speculating that Buttigieg is now the vehicle through whom the establishment plans to deny their candidate the nomination. Such fears seem to be confirmed last week when it became public that Buttigieg's campaign paid tens of thousands of dollars to the technology firm behind the Iowa caucus disaster. As Breitbart News previously reported, Buttigieg's campaign paid Shadow Incorporated more than $21,000 for software rights and subscriptions in July 2019. A few months later, the Iowa Democratic Party hired the firm to develop an app to streamline the reporting of results for their eponymous caucuses. The app, though malfunctioned horribly on the day of the caucuses, causing a massive delay in the reporting and tabulation of results. Buttigieg's payments to Shadow and the fact that the company CEO appears to be one of his supporters quickly drew the ire of progressives aligned with Sanders. Many even used the hashtag MayorCheat to ding Buttigieg on social media for what they saw as collusion to undermine the integrity of the caucuses. Ya think? Complicating matters is that the Nevada Democratic Party also contracted Shadow Incorporated to develop a reporting app for its caucuses. That detail, coupled with Goldman's hiring, seems to indicate for many in the Sanders camp that the Nevada Democratic Party is behind Buttigieg. Hmm. After such blistering rebukes, the Nevada Democratic Party was forced to defend its hiring of Goldman on Sunday. We have many former campaign staffers and volunteers working to protect the integrity of this caucus, including people from Senator Kamala Harris. Sanders, and Senator Elizabeth Warren's campaign. It is not unusual or uncommon for this to happen, a spokesperson for the party told the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Well, how nice. Rolling Stone, Bernie Sanders leads Trump all 2020 candidates in donations from active duty troops by Seth Harp. 
this article shows you where the money comes from. It shows you how many active duty military people support Bernie. This is a phenomenon we've covered in the past that shows how many active duty military love Bernie and how many veterans love Bernie. But that's not why I want to show you this story. This article says, most enlisted recruits come from Sunbelt states like Florida and South Carolina or deindustrialized Midwestern states like Ohio and Pennsylvania, to name a few feeder states that are important to the election, that not one or two, but all three major branches of the armed forces, plus the Pentagon and BA, all appear on Sanders' top 20 list is probative, to say the least, of his ability to convert former Trump supporters in geographic regions that Democratic Party elites are fixated on turning blue in 2020. Now here's the interesting part. The same can't be said for the other Democratic contenders. Most of the people who have donated to former Vice President Biden's campaign work at a law firm or a bank. Ten of the 20 employers on Senator Warren's list are elite universities. Now, now get this. Buttigieg, a former naval intelligence officer, has received more from the State Department employees than any other contender and is the preferred candidate of those employed by agencies classified only as U.S. government. Dun dun dun. So here's what we should do in Nevada. I sent this out to the Iowans also, our revolt against plutocracy did, and we're trying to get this to Nevada people too. To Bernie or Busters in caucus states. Hello again, Bernie or Bus pledge takers in caucus states. In 2016, Revolt Against Plutocracy, the Bernie or Bus organization figured out how best to cheaply and decisively help Bernie in caucus states. We have no ad budget, so people can and need to place a simple message in the hands of people going into caucus. This is minimal and effective activism. If you can't afford to get 20 to 100 sheets of paper, depending on expected size of the crowd, print it out with the attached and below warning that is more dire than the one we used effectively last time, and quartered with scissors or paper cutter, we think little handwritten messages would be super grassroots and effective. That's why we're getting this warning to you earlier this time. So the quarter sheet flyers say, Warning! How Trump will be re-elected. Senator Sanders draws citizens into the Democratic Party like no other candidate does. Around a million and a half of Senator Sanders supporters tell pollsters that if he's not the nominee, they will vote for Trump in the general election. Again, that three million vote swing made the difference in 2016 and it will again in a close race this year. And it's going to be a close race this year. Another million or so of his supporters plan to vote third party again as well. No president since World War II has lost re-election with unemployment rate at the current levels, so those swing voters will be essential to defeat President Trump. We must nominate Sanders or we will lose again in November. So if you cut these up and pass them out, here are the instructions. Last time we asked Iowa caucus goers to speak out, but that was ineffective. From Nevada on, we asked Bernie or Bust pledge takers to hand out flyers warning people about the Bernie or Bust folks. We know the Clinton camp was also handing out literature. This time, our warning is based on history, 2017 survey of Berners and current polls, especially Emerson polls. This time, the URL goes to a post about Bernie Sanders' natural leverage, the 1.5 million Sanders to Trump swing voters. Bernie or Bust registered about 1 million voters for Bernie Sanders, written in, and for Jill Stein. 
The Sanders Trump swing voters have no website, no organization, no spokesperson, and no media coverage offline or online where Bernie or Bust still gets mentions and headlines. And a lot more lately, if you haven't noticed. Democrats don't know why only Bernie can defeat Trump in the current economic conditions and won't tell you unless you out them with this note. Our donations to the campaign will not help as much as a simple message delivery. This is what peaceful revolution will look like. Please read the attached and below warning or download it if you need to from the bottom of this medium post. Print them out and quarter the sheets or neatly handwrite as many of them as needed. Find out what time the doors open. Plan to arrive 15 to 30 minutes before that time. Start at the front of the line and work back until you're out of flyers, handing out one per group, couple, family, etc., and then get in line. Then it says to watch the Bernie or Bus show. And he says, start at around episode 200 and continue for those of the rest that interest you. He's trying to get you up to speed on what the Bernie or Bust revolution is all about. Turns out we never had to build a leverage strategy because Bernie had enough to sink Clinton without Bernie or Bust. The Bernie or Trump voters had enough leverage without us. Good thing we did, though, because it puts us in touch with you to help deliver this warning the media refuses to even cover. It's not revolt against plutocracy that needs you to help. Bernie needs you to help. He needs over 50% of the delegates going into the DNC. Otherwise, it's going to be a brokered convention, and Bloomberg will cause that if we don't watch out. Winning a plurality of delegates in Iowa and elsewhere will not cut it. A plurality just means Bernie has the most votes. He needs 50% plus one, and even now they're trying to unrig the unrigging and get the superdelegates in the first round. They are talking about it now. So even then we might be screwed, but absolutely, Bernie needs to get 50% plus one of the delegates, and right now he's probably safe to say he could get 30%, but getting 50%, that's a monumental task, and, and we're not going to get there unless the Bernie or bust, Bernie or Trump message gets out. So I'll link to this Medium article for you Nevada caucus goers, and I hope you Bernie or busters will shake things up there. If you know anybody in Nevada, feel free to share this episode of the Bernie or Bus Show with them. Bernie or Bus Television, please help get us more subscribers and more views. We need to get this word out, and you know why. So keep on burning! Get on board the Bernie or Bus train. Come get on board the Bernie or Bus train. Once you hear that clickety-clack, there ain't no time for turning back. Oh, get on board the Bernie or Bus train. The preceding episode can be viewed on the YouTube channel Bernie or Bust Television.